0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Attention, ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Bo's by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly.
1: It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for our Thursday afternoon Rush Hour. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, here with you. If you'd like to be part of today's program, all you have to do is pick up your telephone dial 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Of course, lots to discuss on the program today. Some of it humorous, maybe. Hint, George Santos and the questions that continue to come from the media, directed at Kevin McCarthy. And I have not weighed in on this Santos thing, but I will weigh in today. But first, here's what I want to do. Today is January 12th. It is the earthly birthday of a heavenly now figure, Rush Limbaugh's birthday today. And for many years, of course, uh, this was the day that those of us at the Southern Command would burst into the studio at the beginning of the show and wish and sing happy birthday to Rush and wish him a very happy birthday. On social media, be it Twitter or be it Facebook or whatever, there are a lot of people that are celebrating Rush Limbaugh's life today, and I would like to, of course, say to all of them, we too, us too. And you can read the comments if you go by almost anyone's threads, but how much they miss Rush, how much they wish he was here. And this is not going to go away, folks. I mean, every year. It's hard to believe that time is passing by as quickly as it is. But he has such an impact on so many people's lives. And so I just want to join everybody that is remembering Rush today and wishing him a very happy birthday in heaven and Uh, acknowledging how much he meant to all of us and how very deeply we miss him. As I said, we have a lot to discuss on the show today. The House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, had a somewhat confrontational session with the media today. They kept asking him about Representative New York, Representative George Santos. Who has been proven to be, how shall we say, a teller of falsehoods? Many falsehoods. Many whoppers, in fact, of falsehoods. The Q&A with the press, a reporter brought up the question of Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff being kicked off from their committees. That's one of the first things that Kevin McCarthy did. He kept that promise. He told three Democrats, Eric Swalwell, Adam Schiff, and Ilhan Omar, that they would not be members of their respective committees. For Ilhan Omar, I guess some people did something and got her off. But the reporters said, you know, they were questioning him, how come you know, you, with, with George Santos, whether he could be classified or, or trusted with sensitive or classified material, McCarthy said, no, he's not going to do that, at least not in the near term. But then he called him out. said, why didn't you ask the same questions about Eric Swalwell? Here's a guy who went out with the Chinese honey. He was caught in a honey trap with a Chinese spy, Fang Fang. And yet the same press that are questioning George, New York newly elected representative George Santos who tells whoppers never bothered to ask about Eric Swalwell Adam Schiff has been caught in multiple lies. Remember, he was the one that claimed that he had direct proof about Trump's alleged collusion with Russia, and when, which of course did not exist at all. Multiple lies. They never ask about Adam Schiff. They still don't. The only questions they ask about Adam Schiff, why are you treating him so badly? Forgetting, of course, that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats through Republicans, they didn't like off committees. They started it. I know it sounds childish, but it's real. They started it, and so now this is what happens. One of the questions that, or one of the answers to the question about Santos McCarthy said, look, he couldn't get, speaking of Eric Swalwell, he could not get a private clearance for high-level security. Why would we give him one in Congress? Now, about Santos, Democrats are going on and on about it being a liar, him being a liar. And therefore, some are saying he should face ethics charges. Some are saying he should he shouldn't have even been seated. And, of course, they don't want him on committees. Well, ladies and gentlemen, when have we known Congress as a body to be a body of honest people? There are questions that have been raised for years about the immense wealth that members of Congress obtain. They come into the office on one financial level and leave wealthy in some cases. And of course, there is no investigation from the press on how that happens. People like Harry Reid, people like Nancy Pelosi. And there's a lack of interest from the media in how they acquire such and amass such wealth. We know that Paul Pelosi was doing, and Nancy Pelosi, stock trades. In fact, I think it was Paul Pelosi, and I could be wrong about this particular detail, but it was something close, it dealt with the tech sector and the money that they made on stocks in the tech se- sector. I think it was NVIDIA. And it may not have been NVIDIA, but I think it was NVIDIA. And the Pelosi's made a fortune on stocks. right, be- Right curiously before legislation was passed that enhanced the position of the company that they made money on. We call that insider trading. You and I can't do it. If we get caught, we go to jail, but politicians can do it. And Democrats, with their hissy fit over George Santos, who is a bigger teller of falsehoods than Joe Biden and has been for decades, and it has been going back into his early career? Falsehoods about his education. Falsehoods about his work history. falsehood about places that he's visited. Falsehood, so many, it's hard to keep up with. You know, back when Rush was um, uh, on the air during the Clinton years, the Limbaugh letter did a, uh, a issue outlining all the lies that Bill Clinton had told. And it was widely popular. These days, you could fill volumes of books with the lies that we have heard from certain congresspeople and members of the Senate. And the president, the current sitting president. Only it would get a collective yawn because we've become accustomed to the normalization of lies from politicians. So if you want to put George Santos up and say, well, Republicans should really be concerned about George Santos, I say to you, yawn, crickets, no, not Don't care one way or the other. You've got so many other liars in Congress. Take care of them first, and then deal with Santos. If you're going to have a standard where politicians can't lie, Washington, D.C. would be almost a ghost town. Because the lies are fast and furious. Here's a story today from BizPack Review. Insult to hardworking Americans, Katie Hobbs, and I shake my head when I call her name. Katie Hobbs is now vowing to spend $40 million of taxpayer funds to help illegal immigrants in Arizona go to college. If you are an American citizen, I don't know why this wouldn't disturb you. For instance, if you go to a foreign country, even in our southern hemisphere, let's say you decided, I don't like living among all these colonial colonialists in the United States of America. I don't want to be among the colonizers. That's what the left calls people here, the colonizers. I want to move to Mexico. I want to move to Mexico. And the Mexican government says, we don't want you here. You have to apply legally. And you said, no, I don't want to apply legally. I want to come to your country and just squat as an illegal citizen. Guess what? You are not entitled to Mexican health care, such as it is. You would not be able to send your child to a Mexican government school. You would not be permitted to buy property in Mexico as an illegal citizen, illegal, not citizen, excuse me, illegal immigrant. You would not even be able to, if you got caught at a political rally, they would throw you in jail because it is against the law for illegal immigrants to participate in Mexico's politics. I dare say that if any of us, any of you, decided you wanted to go to almost any nation in the world and violate their laws, you would not receive the red carpet that Democrats in this country and liberals give illegal immigrants. And now you have the newly selected governor of Arizona, Katie Hobbs, One of her first acts in office after she giggled her way through and laughed her way through her swearing in is to declare that she's going to set aside $40 million of Arizona's funds paid by the taxpayer to give to illegal immigrants so that they can go to college. Closer to home in New York, our own Kathy Hochul, governor, says that she would ban electric stoves. Now, I mean, I'm sorry, gas stoves. Electric stoves, gas stoves, this has been in the press all week after Richard Trumka, former union guy, now with one of these consumer protection agencies or whatever it is, says that they're looking at a study in the federal government to ban gas stoves, the, the whiplash of backlash was quick and angry. People said, no way will you take my gas stove. So he amended, and they at the federal government have amended that conversation to say, well, we we're, were not talking about yours. We're just talking about new gas stoves. Well, Governor Kathy Hochul is saying unabashedly she doesn't care about you, your damn gas stove. She will ban them. The restaurant industry is already declaring it would be the death of the restaurant industry because cooking time on many meals, fine dining, which is 40 to 50 minutes per meal, would go up to about two hours. It would bring growth and halt and destroy the industry, say people involved in it. But no, they don't like it. They didn't like your light bulbs. They banned them. They don't like your stove. They'll ban it. In California, they banned gas cars as of, I think it's 2030. 2035. 2035. So you have nine years. You have a few years left on your on your gas guzzler in California, and then it's banned. They will ban you from whatever it is that they think you want to do that they don't want you to do. This is the authoritarian, the dictators of the left. The only question I have is, are you going to grab your ankles collectively as a society and let them do this to you? Going to grab your ankles? Going to let them do this to you? We don't like your stove. You can't use it anymore. Hey, we, hey, we let them do it with the light bulbs. And when they get through banning things that you like, your gas stove, your car, how long will it be before they ban your you-know-what? Because they've been wanting to do that for years. Those of you that have your personal weapons, your your, your or, or even your ammo, or whatever it is, how long, if they succeed in banning your stove, before they make another full-fledged effort to come after those weapons of yours that they don't like? Now, some people on the left would say, oh, he's just trying to engender." gender free. No, I'm not. I'm just looking at the trend of what you people on the left do. You don't like words, you ban them. You don't like someone saying something, you ban it. You come up with a cute little slogan and say, oh, you can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. Well, what about you and your kid? Don't say gay, Bill. It was never about gays. It's about giving parents the right to have what they want to say in their kids' education. And not you grooming kids. That's what we'd like to put a band to the left idea that they have. They should be able to groom kids anyway. Time to break. James Golden, A.K.A. Snurley, eight hundred eight four eight WABC is the number to call. eight hundred eight four eight nine two 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 Coming back, we've got a lot more to discuss. Stay with us here on Boston Snurley's Rush Hour. We'll be right back.
0: Rush. This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo On 77 WABC.
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer.
0: James Golden, known popularly as Bo nerdly This is the Rush Hour with Bo nerdly Rush. Rush.
1: Tim Tate. Bring us back on WABC I can turn the gray sky blue. I can make
0: it rain whenever
1: I want it
0: to. Oh, I can build a castle
2: from my single grain of sand.
1: Eddie Kendrick. I can make Dennis Edwards.
2: You,
1: the Tempting Temptations bring us back on WABC. There is a story today, this is from CBS News, that kindergarten routine vaccination rates fell for the second straight year. This is a warning from the CDC. The share of American students who started kindergarten this past school year with proof that they were vaccinated against diseases like the measles, polio, has fallen for the second consecutive year, according to the CDC. This is down the estimates for this year, down 94%, from 94%, and 95%. Right now it's 93%, so 7% difference. And what it means, says the CDC, it means nearly a quarter of a million kindergartens are not potentially anyway, protected against measles alone. And uh, Georgina Peacock, the director of the CDC Immunization Services Division, says that uh, we all know that measles, mumps, rubella vaccinations, coverage for kindergarteners at the lowest it's been in over a decade. They're concerned. Why do you think that's happening? I'll tell you one reason. It's because of the other vaccination, the COVID vaccination. And now people, more and more people are now concerned about COVID vaccinations. And why is that? There is so much disinformation or holes in information where people are not sure whether they can trust their government to tell them the truth. And that's not the fault of people. People feel that they have been lied to. Why is that? Well, because they keep reading things and seeing things, and they keep asking themselves questions that never get answered. Like, why are so many people dying suddenly that are younger people? And also, I recall doing the story, I don't have it in front of me, so forgive me if I get the numbers wrong, that zero point, and there's a point, I don't know whether it's two, three, four, five, but whatever it is, it's zero point and then some other number, fractional number of infants, of kids, of young children were at risk from COVID and needed and should, that alone, parents were reading this and they're saying, well, why should I vaccinate my kid if there's no real risk here? And again, I before I say all this, I say this again and again, I am vaccinated. I'm not one of these anti-vax people that just wants to attack vaccinations. I got COVID after and almost died from it after I was vaccinated. Other COVID news, a federal lawsuit has been filed against ESPN on behalf of two former employees who alleged they were fired for failing to subject themselves to the sports company's COVID-19 vaccination mandate. Allison Williams and former, a former ESPN reporter, Beth Faber, a longtime producer, requested religious exemptions, religious and disability. Both exemptions were denied. And in 2021, both of these women were let go. Well, now they're suing. And I hope that these are just the opening round of lawsuits about these mandates. Because these mandates were not based on Science. They were based, in my humble opinion, on the political atmosphere surrounding vaccinations, not any scientific study. And if you think I'm wrong, I would like you to produce the studies that were used when these mandates were sweeping across America at the behest of politicians and... A jubilant media that saw this as a wedge issue, that they could further castigate people on the right that they thought were the anti-vaxxers, and some of the leftists. So I'm glad to see that these lawsuits are beginning. I can't wait until they happen in New York more often against these, these, to me, and again, I am not a constitutional lawyer, but I have... Read the Constitution of the United States, and to me, I don't understand how it passes constitutional muster. That they can force you to ingest chemicals into your body based on a political desire, not on a proven, scientific, factually stated reason. So I say yay. Now let's get on with these lawsuits and see what happens. James Golden, your calls are coming up. We're going to take a lot of your calls today. Stay with us here. 77 WABC. It's Bo Nerley's Rush Hour. Stanley Clark takes us in. And we'll be right back with you in mere moments. Stay with us.
0: It's the Rush Hour with Bo Rush on 77 WABC.
2: My new lane.
0: It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly.
2: Rush. Rush.
0: Now, here's Bo Snurdly.
1: From the Music of My Mind album, Stevie Wonder brings us back. Girl Blue. This album had a lot of Jeff Beck on it.
2: Hello morning, good, good morning to the
1: one I see we have a, a call and we will get to it on Jeff.
2: Crystal ringlets,
1: beta. Let me just run through a few headlines before we jump to the cause and when to get to them. I want to talk to people. One headline Democrats Girl, seek reparations. Not just reparations, Scott. Scott, Scott, are you listening? Yeah, now what? They want to Democrats are seeking a national apology. They want you to apologize for slavery. I think that
0: would really bring the country together if we did that. That would really unify us as a nation. I think that's what they're trying to do. They just want to bring us together. Because there would be no resentment if reparations happen. How about the apology?
1: You can apologize?
0: What am I? What does it matter what I think? The people, the people that did the people that did the Ah. slaving are the people that need to be doing the apologizing. I can apologize to on blue in the face. Doesn't matter. I'm not the one that did it. It doesn't help anything. All it does is create resentment. These people are trying to drive us apart. They want infighting. They want division. And they won't let it. They just they
1: will not stop until everyone hates each other. I mean that that is the end goal here. How you doing, Jason? Are you ready to are you willing to apologize? Are you ready to apologize for slavery, Jason? Yeah, I'll apologize, why not? Okay, where's your apology? Do it
2: now. Apologize. I am uh apologizing at this moment for you know anything bad that has happened in in all of history and <coughs> I hope that's very that's... much that we can move forward in, in a very peaceful manner now. <laughs>
0: Is that, is that making you – does that warm your cockles,
1: James? Does that make you feel – Hey, 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 don't be talking about my cockles here. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, I wanted to – Christian, are you ready to do what the Democrats want, and which is an apology? Christian, are you ready to apologize? I mean, you still have to pay money. Don't think this is going to get you off the hook. You either, Jason. Scott already knows he's got to pay. You guys weren't around when we did the first story on this. Democrats are in California. They it went up from two hundred and thirty three thousand dollars per black person that you're responsible for now. They want a million and so You owe and I'm collecting by the way my share so I want money from all of y'all, but uh, Christian are you ready to apologize as well as fork over some money for slavery?
2: Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we, we need a lot of apologies nowadays, especially with what's going on. So absolutely, James, you, you know, big apology.
1: Well, that didn't sound sincere. I want to hear an apology. I'm, very sorry. I'm very sorry. people. Very sorry. Honest.
2: Honest to God. Very sorry, James.
1: Where's the money now? Uh, I might have to call my bank for that
0: one. Yeah. You think way. anybody's going to apologize for burning down Kenosha? You think any, anybody's going to apologize for that?
1: Stop it. Stop that. Stop that racist talk. Stop racist talk about burning down cities, okay? They did that because they were mad, Scott, because they've been aggrieved, Scott. They were enraged, they were Scott. I mean, come on. Well, what as do long you as expect? we agree that that's okay, no, that no, that's the no. proper reaction when you're upset Jen, with something. Jen, are you ready to apologize? Apologize. Uh, what do you mean, for what? What am I, Wait, um, I need headphones. <laughs> Apolo- what do you mean, for what? What am I apologizing for? For slavery, damn it. Oh,
0: yes. Well, I'm Jewish, so...
1: What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> You're supposed to apologize. That's what the Democrats say. Along with the money that you owe, and yes, you still owe, You. they now, look, it's right here. They want you to apologize. I'm Apologize. not. Apologize.
0: No. See? I am sorry slavery happened, though. It's unfortunate.
1: Well, it happened to Jewish people, too. Back exactly. Then. But that doesn't give you license. This is American slavery we're talking about. Yeah,
0: but I don't think the Jews were involved. That's what I'm saying. Has well, Egypt ever apologized you for
1: that? Wait Ka- until <laughs> Kanye hears that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, let's uh, I'm not getting any deeper into this right now. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to go there. Okay. By the way, there has been an unfortunate racial incident in America. The co-founder of BLM, you know this one of the women that lived in that police uh, Patricia Cullors, who lived in that big mansion that they she got, she bought a lot of real estate. Her cousin died hours after Los Angeles police repeatedly, repeatedly used a taser and restrained him in the middle of the street following a traffic accident. Keenan Anderson, 31, high school teacher, father, visiting from Washington, D.C., is among a recent series of separate encounters that ended with men dying after their exchanges with Los Angeles police officers. We shall see what happens in this developing story. Meanwhile, let us head to the telephones. James in Long Island, thank you for waiting. Welcome to Boston Rush Hour. How are hey, you this hey. afternoon?
0: I'm good. Hey, man, love you, love your show, love your views. But I got a question. I actually live in Santos' district, and I did vote for him. So my question is, if he leaves, whether it's his own accord, whether they oust him, what happens
1: to the vacated spot? Who, who gets the spot, or how do they arrive at they would, If he leaves, which, I, which let's face facts, come on, there would have to be a special election. And I believe New York state law, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I believe New York state law would uh, allow the governor to call for a special election to fill the term. So that's what would happen. And then, you know, other candidates would have to produce up. But why should he leave? The only thing he did was repeatedly lie, right? I mean, what's lying? Well, but they're, well uh, on on Long Island, as you
0: say, they're already coming out against him. They're saying nobody's going to work with him. He's basically going to be a lame duck on his first day. I mean, it's so th- that's the reason why I think he's going to go. Or so Joe Biden lies way to get
1: rid of him. Look, Joe Biden lies. People work with him. Nancy Pelosi, Paul Pelosi. People mm-hmm. worked with Nancy. People lo- worked with Eric Swalwell. Mm-hmm. People worked with uh with what's his name, uh, Adam Shifty. So I mean, what's yeah, no, lying got it. to? Well, one. Is... You know, you remember Donald. when Tina Turner did that record? Remember when Tina Turner did that record? What's love got to do with it? So right now it's like, what do lies have to do with it? As long as the man can do his job. I remember when Bill Clinton told us about the, because this goes back now. Remember when Bill Clinton and Democrats told us when he lied about Monica Lewinsky. Do y'all remember that? He lied about what he did with that cigar and that intern. He said he didn't do it. He said, I did not have sex with that woman, Monica Lewinsky. And it turns out, There was a lot of oral activity in the Oval Office, the Oral Office. And it also turns out that he was, how shall we put it, using a cigar to, never mind, it's just so, so, so lewd. But he lied. And Democrats at the time said, look, as long as it doesn't interfere with the work that he's doing for us, the American people we don't care if he lied. So they don't care then. Why should any of us care now? That's my question. Let's go to Margaret in Ardsley. Thank you for the call, James. Let's go to Margaret. Margaret, how are you this afternoon?
2: Very good, James. I'm thinking about Santos, and not that I'm thrilled with the lying, but his kind of lying is he's a pathological liar. The man mm-hmm. has an illness, and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm surprised that no one's seen this till now, so that's probably another story. People probably already knew. However, Fetterman has an illness too. Fetterman Mm. has a stroke resulting in an aphasia. And Mm. rather than have that poor man continue his healing and his rehabilitation so he could someday get to Washington with dignity, they just pushed him through the election and they're sending him down there. We don't even know what his cognitive, his functional cognitive level is. Mm. He's just going down there. So I'm not saying one's better than the other, but I'm just saying it's interesting how that works. One was with a pathological, you know, lie, he's a pathological liar, and they want him out, and another poor guy, they pushed him in.
1: You make such a great point, Margaret, and we thank you for it. Uh, we are going to go to a break right now. I'll come back with more of your calls. However, I have a challenge for my good friend, America, America's Small Caffeinated Mom my beautiful Rhonda Schrock, my dear friend. Now, Rhonda and Grant have raised four boys, and Rhonda and Grant, these are good people. And Rhonda has been texting me during the show, and one of the texts she sent me was about the lying and how when we were kids, we all got our mouths washed out for lying, for fibbing. So, Rhonda, here's what I would like you to do. Would you prepare for us a brief essay, if you will, on why you think honesty is so important these days. Everybody lies. Everybody does it. Why in the world, Rhonda, should Americans hold fast to these ideas about telling the truth? James Golden, Boats WABC Talk Radio 77. We're coming back with more of your calls coming up.
0: Rush. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Bose Snurdly. Bo Snurdly. On 77 WABC. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is
1: The Rush Hour with
0: Bo nerdly Rush. Rush.
1: W. ABC Dark Radio, 77 in New York. James Golden, Bo sternly with you as we head back to the disco years with Odyssey. This one was a smash then. Still one of my favorite songs from that era because it's about you, New York City ladies. New York City girls. Native New Yorker by Odyssey. Let us head back to the telephones in the time we have left. Howard Beach with Glenn. Glenn, how are you?
2: What's up? What's up, my brother? How are you feeling? Listen, I got three things to say. Blue wind, blow by blow, and suspicious. We lost a, we lost a, a relic with Mr. Jeff Beck.
1: Yes, we did. And I talked about it the day that it happened. Jeff Beck was an There is an article in the New York Times today front page in the new york times about jeff beck he gets mad respect people recognize what an amazing musician that jeff beck was and how influential he was even though he may not be a household name to everybody he this man had a a remarkable career
2: to you and i he was and neither not neither is al demiola and larry coriel and all these other guys that you and i like but um if i may can I please call you up on on sa- sund- uh, Saturdays where you do your 7 to 3 and maybe you could play a little Jeff Beck intro? Or absolutely.
1: Beck- absolutely. Our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Be up early 7 a.m. Please do. We will have some Jeff Beck in the house for us to play on you, Saturday. Love I you love too, you, Glenn. Thank you for the call. Let us go to Oakland, New Jersey. I, I love Oakland, New Jersey. Hi, Jim. Welcome. How are you this afternoon? Big fan of my town, are you? <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what I used to do up there on the. Are you familiar with Skyline Manor up there? Of oh,
2: course you are. Oh yeah, sure,
1: sure. I used to love to go at go. This was like when I was younger and dating. Like I would like to because I love gardens, and Skyline Manor had the most beautiful gardens. And I used to always enjoy the ride through Oakland and through all of that area of New Jersey. It is so. Beautiful. So, yes, I'm a a huge fan. Mm -hmm. Anyway, what's on your mind this afternoon? Oh, I'm just wondering if they're going to go through, you know, get a a search warrant to go through Joey's house. Like, you know, (laughs) know, maybe Chili's underwear drawer like they did to the president. Yeah. Are Are they going to put their hands on one? Ooh, under, oh, Joe Biden's underwear! Oh, God, that's not even what I want to think about here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, because you know they went through um, um, they went through Melania's um 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 things, shall we say? Yeah, but this whole thing with Joe Biden. Let me just get to the. You know why I haven't talked about it that much? Because everyone else is talking about it. Number one, and I mean, what's there to say? Joe Biden had classified documents. First, it was in one place. Now we're looking at number two place, number three place. By the time it's all over, Joe, Joe Biden will have so many classified documents everywhere. And you know what it's getting from the left? A collective yawn. It's not the same as Trump. It's not the same as Trump. And these people are so, and so transparent. But look, I know. Are they going to search his house? No. Are they going to go through Joe Biden's things? Not even with gloves, thankfully. Um, No. Because that was reserved for because of their hatred of Donald Trump, and we all know it. Thank you so much for the call. Let us go to Mike in New Jersey. How are you? Thank you for waiting, Mike.
0: How you doing, James? Uh, great to be on your show and talking to you. Uh, just uh, I'll, I'll try to be as quick as possible. Just a hidden gem, maybe a little th- Thelonious Monk for some of your bumper music. <laughs> oh,
1: you know that's right. <laughs>
0: Uh, listen, I love I Thelonious.
1: Point, go ahead mm-hmm.
0: I just want to know your opinion. Uh, what do you think about the sudden deaths that are going on around the country, and do you think, without sounding like a cuckoo bird conspiracy theorist, do you think it may be linked to the uh to the vaccination?
1: Okay, My honest answer to that is I don't know, but I am highly suspicious. The sudden deaths are not just happening in America. All of a sudden, southern death, sudden death, as it's being called, are happening to young, younger demographics, in many cases, athletes, who are at the prime of their life. And it's yeah. not just America. It's happening all around the world. Now, Mark Stein, who, by the way, hopefully one of these weeks will be back with us. He's recovering from a heart attack. Love you, Mark. Um, oh, he dude. was doing a lot of this on his uh, show in Great Britain. There is a lot to folks. There's something here. And you know what they yeah. say about smoke. So that's the answer to your question. I'm not ready to say yes yet, but there is certainly a lot of suspicion around it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Very quickly. We got to run to one other call. Thank you for the call, Mike. Love you, bro. Jeff in Long Island. You've got less than a minute. Got to make it count. All uh,
2: right, Jeez, James. First of all, uh, I want to thank you for everything you do. You're my hero. Uh, Just very quickly, uh, as far as the apology goes, I'd like to thank the people who are really responsible for slavery, called the Democratic Party, who formed the Ku Klux Klan soon after the Civil War, who are the party of Lester Maddox.
1: And Jim Crow. And I just jumped in there because we're running out of time. You are awesome. That's where the apology should come from, from Democrats. Well, that's it. Boston Early's rush hour. Headed down the tracks for another day. Remember, Cats at Night comes up next. Keep it here all day, all night on WABC. Get the app. My friends, we are back tomorrow. There will be news tomorrow. There is news every day, and we will cover it. We started the show by wishing our beloved Rush Limbaugh in heaven a happy birthday. We'll end by saying happy birthday, Rush. And by saying, may God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. And we'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye.
0: James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This
2: is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush Hour.